It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Garden Report is brought to you, as always, by our exclusive wagering partner, Bet Online. Go to betonline.ag, use the code CLNS50 for a 50% welcome bonus on your initial deposit. Bet Online is back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back for another football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. A new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, contests. BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today. Once again, use the code CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your initial deposit. From football to basketball, boxing, your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Once again, bet online where the game starts. Use the code CLNS50 for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Yikes. Are you welcome, guys. Let's wow. Go. Welcome to the incredible. season. How about Welcome. a game one? That's the kind Welcome of team we're going to watch all year, guys. That's it right there. I'm telling you. Well, Welcome right. to the season. There's a ton of you guys waiting. Sorry for making Pretty you good wait. Good and bad thing. We had some the overtime <laughs> through us, had a couple technical <laughs> difficulties. Um, just a heads up, Bobby. We and had to fire Bobby. It was very sad, but it had to be done. <laughs> oh, don't do Bobby like that. He's that. Yo, shout out to Bobby at MSG. He just took in a classic, so that's what's up. <laughs> yeah, fired, he did. Fired Bobby on day one. I was unreal. He's still, I just feel like he's still just staring out at the court right now, just not even sure what he just Xanis hated that backdrop of NYC. He said, Bobby, you're done. That's it. That's not yeah. what I want. Day, day one and Bobby is out. Um, so uh, Bobby and Sherrod are both there, um, which is um, cool. Uh, they're listening in on email. Uh, Bobby might duck over and hear from uh, Kemba, uh, and uh, they're going to jump on this show. So we're going to hang out with you guys for a bit. Uh, it's it was so fast and furious, guys. I can't even unpack what we just saw over the last two overtimes because you had your storylines building as the game went on. And then it was just like it was like a Rocky fight. It was just like two guys just friggin punch, punch, punch. It was unreal. And right. I don't even know what happened late there. I mean, you could probably point to 10 different things execution wise that could have gone differently down the stretch. But the fact that they were even there um, was mm -hmm. remarkable. So I, I don't know where to start. I mean, you know, you know where to start, John. You know where to start. Wait, are you doing? Oh, am I doing? Get that? out of there, Jimmy! Dude, <laughs> I'm just trying to read the. I'm just trying to read the comments because I, I was wondering what you were doing. You were I like, him, what are you "Working on over there." That's why I don't give him studio control. Dude, I don't want studio control. I like to be in my own world. I don't want studio control. Yeah, Jimmy's gonna. Jimmy's gonna. I'm hit just all trying to read the comments, man. 
So, I don't even know how to use this stupid thing. Anyways, go on. So I'm just not no, going to see comments. So if you talk no, no, to no, me, I sorry. You guys start, like this. it was crazy. You had, you know, Grant starting, Marcus Smart in there, uh, you know, uh, you know, a bunch of different things going on. If we have time, we might get to Brown, Jalen Brown later. Yeah, um, I don't know how much time we're doing, how long the show is going to be, but <laughs> if we can squeeze it in, then maybe we will. If, if we have time, we'll get That's to That's exactly Jaylen. what I'm going to say. That's where we start. Come on, man. We got to start with Jalen. Well, no, look, Jalen – I'm gonna. No, we can spend. I, we can spend an insane amount of time on Jalen because it is interesting. We, we did a we did a column today on CLNS Media with some predictions talking about the Tatum and Brown kind of dynamic. It is interesting. Uh, we were texting each other uh, uh, right at the end of the game. The the two alpha situation kind of coming into play there uh, and how that's going to work. Mm. This was so. Let's start at the end, okay? Furious yeah. comeback to get back into it. Jalen Brown is having a career game. And looks like the best player on the court. It's not even close. And Tatum was brutally bad tonight. Not Fournier it. was a close second tonight. Fournier, Randall, the Knicks, <laughs> the Knicks were great. But um, but that first overtime, you had that ISO with Tatum. And again, not to isolate one single play there. That was perplexing to me because, and this was exactly what you guys were saying, is like that's the two alpha problem. I, and I'm curious if he may gets asked about it. Did he draw up a play for Tatum oh, to go ISO? Yeah. He has to get asked about that. Or did Tatum get the ball top of the key and is like, this is what I do. I mean, that's I what know. it sure looked like. It sure looked like he was clearing everybody out for, you know, one-on-one. You and know, it looked like everybody me, was do down my for thing. the program. Everybody was like, okay. Well, just well, yeah, I mean, at that point, you have no choice. If your star player is saying, get the hell out of the way, you pretty much have to get the hell out of the way, whether whether you want to or not. No one's going to say, you know, no, no, give it to me instead, you know. So I don't know if that's something that he may drew up. I mean, I don't know why he would. You had the hottest – you know, the hottest player that you've had in a decade tonight uh, in Jalen so, Brown couldn't miss so anything. Literally right now. hit a 35-footer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> make that, Yeah, to make that game even possible to go into overtime. Unreal. you got to find a way to get the ball in his hands. And that's not to say that Jason Tatum isn't trusted with the ball, but, like, just go with your hot hand. It's not rocket science. Like, just find out. You had 20 seconds to get him the ball. You could have gotten right. him the ball. And he could have done the same damn thing that, you know, Tatum tried to do, which was, you know, go one-on-one with somebody and – you know, try to get an opening and take the shot. So I was a little disappointed. I thought that Tatum forced it a little bit there. I thought he was trying to get himself going. And even when he got that nice uh, second overtime, uh, the spin move, drive to the hoop, rolled it in for the and one, like you could tell he was pissed at himself. Like even though like you, know, he should be fired up because he just got that, you know, basket. He was like, kind of like, finally, like finally I got a point, you know, finally I got mine. So I, I didn't love it, but you know I don't want to dwell on the on the negativity. I, I do want to believe it or not. I do want to talk about Jalen Brown a little bit in this show, and I was just very impressed by his, um, you know, showing up on the biggest stage. What what? No, it's I was like oh, it was okay. amazing. It was amazing. Not, yeah, showing up at Madison Square Garden. Every basketball player will tell you is like the dream place to play. There's no better place in the world to play. For him to show up on opening night when the Knicks fans are fired up because the Knicks are supposed to be good this year, and they looked pretty pretty solid tonight. Well, uh, well, fun like, environment. That would have been yeah, an awesome game to be Yeah, it must have been so fun. For, so to have a guy like that who embraces that and, and lives for those moments, I mean, that just reminds me of, and I'm not comparing him, but it reminds me of when Pierce and KG put together that Madison Square Garden performance where Pierce hit that game winner. Um, and, you know, that whole famous, you know, Nate, Nate Robinson jumping on Pierce and falling <laughs> yeah. over the back yeah. and all that stuff. Kind of was that level of performance, no. and those are the yeah, exactly. Those are the things you remember for the rest of your career. You see Nate's legs just go over him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the two weeks somersault. It's so um, good. But 
you know, they came up short in the end, which is too bad. But I mean, they, they were all so dead. I mean, the first game, they're not, they're, they're not even in shape half these guys yet. And they're, they're going 45 minutes out there. Non, you know, yeah, I was they're not. Got three alley-oops this game, John. I know you I know you kept a close eye on that. I, I, you even tweeted about it. John was like, I see you, Rob. I, I see you getting up uh, there. Right, so <laughs> I'm going I, to – because it turns into a thing that gets us so far off track and then we stop talking about Jalen and then everyone gets really yeah, mad. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to do Rob right now because there was okay. a ton, ton of good – uh, spill some of the stuff I'm concerned with, but just focusing on Brown, you know, and again, I'm not going to harken back. We're not going to start playing. I told you so's after game one with a series of predictions we put out today, but we were talking, we've been talking about this all off. My predictions are looking very bad so far. <laughs> Schroeder, really I'm surprised you led with that. No, but I'm not, like I said, it's not a victory. Six seed is in play. It's observational. <laughs> the Tatum thing to me, uh, the Tatum Brown dynamic is so interesting because and, and what I wrote about today was that um, Brown keeps improving year over year in ways that you're like, I didn't think he could do that, you know? And then he didn't play all off season. You know, he's got his wrist in a cast. He can't really dribble. So I'm like, Oh crap. The one thing he needs to work on more than anything is his handle, you know, because that's the thing he's got to just continue to lock up to be able to get where he wants to go. Then he gets freaking COVID. He's got an inhaler on the sideline. He's practiced for like 10 seconds and he just comes out there and he looks like mid season Jalen, but like, better like the the handle is so confident his eyes are up the whole time he was making plays he was the be- he was one of the better playmakers out there today and that's a thing he doesn't really do he was engaged on defense he was just phenomenal like in so many different yeah. ways it wasn't just one of those games where Jalen gets hot from behind the arc and just gets unconscious he was just awesome in every facet tonight but John, this is the perfect example of why I'm not quite sure that two alphas can work on the same team, right? Or at least he was successful. awesome. You I'll know? take like, two alphas over is, one alpha. But this is the perfect example, though, right? There was like a five-minute stretch in that fourth quarter where Jalen barely touched the ball, and everyone was okay with that because at the end of the day, Tatum's going to get his shots, and not not for nothing. Obviously, Tatum got the one at the end, but he also got a handful of other opportunities before that, and he came up dry every single time. They didn't look for Jalen. Jalen did what we've seen from Jalen in the past where it's like, okay, I'll get mine. I'll go off in the first half and then, you know, I'll pick my spots or at least I'll wait till the ball finally comes to me and I'll pick my spots to, to, to attack. But there is no setting up. There is no initiative because that's not who Jalen is. And maybe that's a part of this as well, too. Maybe Jalen needs to be more assertive. You know, maybe we'll see, we'll, we'll see what he, what he does, you know, in, in game 30 or whatever, or halfway through the season. But for the most part, I just, I can't help but wonder if Jason Tatum got off to the same start, that Jalen Brown got off to, would he not have scored 50 points, right? Like, I feel like if Jalen... Because he'd keep getting fed. Exactly. If Tatum got off to that same kind of start, there's no way he finishes with less than 50 points, or, you know, or what what Jalen finished with. I feel like if if Jalen, one, maybe if he was more assertive, that helps. But two, if you're eating, you got to hook your guy up. If you're eating, okay, we're calling a timeout, and we're setting up plays for Jalen. Jalen's the hot one, okay? We went with Tatum. Tatum went, came up dry. Three straight possessions. Ah! You know, and they're lazy shots, too. That's what drove me crazy more than anything. Laid back, you know, uh, three-pointers, lazy threes. What happened to going to the middle and attacking the room? Who's the way Tatum? Doing, Tatum, yeah. The way he was so, doing the entire preseason. What so happened I got a, to that? So I got a couple, I got a couple beefs there. Um, are you okay, Jimmy? You hear I us? don't know what just happened. This thing just reloaded. This whole thing... I'm doing this video. Don't touch anything. I didn't touch anything. I'm right here. 
Stop touching shit. All right. Stop. I didn't it. touch hey, anything. Ooh, what's this do? Um, <laughs> Exit. <laughs> Don't <laughs> press the big red button. The, um, the so I, I this is a more global thing, and I I am curious. And again, um, what know, is Josue saying? I missed Chira- his final point. He was saying Tatum kind of reverted back to, and if you look at the shot chart, it's again, it's a, it's uh, so there's. I just think Tatum missed shots. I mean, if it, Tatum was taking shots, this game was going to go to overtime. Yeah, but it was that ISO Tatum. The uh, whole Jimmy, Tatum uh, conversation uh, was in overtime. Yes, it was, but he was the, missing a ton of threes that he typically would hit. But I that's like. not it. The whole Tatum yeah. conversation we had all off season was that. He's bigger, so he should be able to get downhill a little bit better. He should get to the free throw line more. And, 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 that's, and he was doing that the entire preseason. That, he was doing that. And he was doing it in the preseason. Uh, and he was two of 15 from three. And it was four of, and he took five free throws in a double overtime game that he played 45 minutes. He that's got to be 10. That's got to be 12, 15 free. That's got to be 10, 12, 15 free throws. He was, the, he was taking the Celtics only took 23 free throws as a team all night. They, they were not attacking. So, they settled a lot for uh, those overtimes. Felt kind of like three point contest. Most of the bit. game, it was, a, it was a jump shot a thon again. Yeah. You know, right. you know, you know, Ime at some points throughout that second half or later, you know, closer to overtime, he was just like, "This is what Brad was going through." Holy shit! Like they, you know, they're all they're all on the same page. And then when 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 it's the fourth quarter and it's the close game, they'll revert to these awful habits. And here it is. Like we barely saw it in preseason, and here it is in game one. Like. You know, against a Knicks team that's so motivated for a win and, of course, has guys like Julius Randle, who, by the way, did anybody stop him today or at least try to? Like, I feel like he had his way with any Celtics defender that was in front of him. And matter of fact, Celtics were lucky that they didn't go to, to, to Randle more often throughout the overtime. Once they realized, oh, wait a minute, let's go to Randle, that's when it got uglier in that second overtime. And then Randall, I think, again, he fell into the same trap. I saw him take kind of like a weird three-pointer there. They all kind of did. He was doing that a little bit. Yeah. I don't think anybody was prepared to play – uh, this this much, no. Uh, you know? No, I think actually um, Rob Williams played more minutes tonight than he played all of last season. <laughs> think about it. Uh, sorry. <laughs> career high in minutes. Yeah. Career high in minutes, but yes, career high prior to here, prior to tonight was, I think, 12 minutes per game under Stevens. Yeah, so, um, you know, again, I don't want to get into – we you don't want to go overreacting wanna- to a ton – ton of different things here but it's the style it's not the missing in the mix like if you treat if you treat game one like we treat some preseason games which is it's one game you know um you don't expect everything that happened tonight is how what's going to happen every single game and they're still working through some stuff so i'm not like super worried about makes and misses as you said jimmy he missed some shots it's the style of shots that tatum was taking that right. i thought was a little bit more concerning agree i yeah i thought that he was forcing things to, especially towards the end he was trying to get himself going instead of you know looking for maybe the hotter hand or a better a better but shot it'd be better um, if he kind of i thought if he if he was a little bit more assertive trying to get like if you're not hitting from deep right get drive, closer drive right get to the line reset a little bit you know that's you what know? they always kind of tell you to do um, and so, so we had like that's the the highs and lows of Tatum. I, I don't have you know the the numbers would be interesting to dig deep, but I do feel like you know there's just so many games last year where he did have these stretches of poor shooting games, and then he'd have games where he just wasn't a factor. You know, like you texted me, you know, halfway through, he's like he's invisible. A guy who takes thirty shots, it's hard for him to be invisible. I mean, he he was jacking all night. He just couldn't you know couldn't get anything. Fourth quarter, he was invisible. I felt like yeah, but yeah. That's true. 
I just feel like he didn't attack enough. Right. Like we saw like that first quarter. Well, it was more of a Jalen quarter, I guess. But just overall in the preseason, like I, I just didn't see that same sort of approach. And, and I feel like the offense was so in tune with where he was supposed to be a lot of the time, especially in that first and second quarter. He got off to a slow start, obviously, but the easy ones were there. He was getting to the free throw line. He was, you know, like that's what you're supposed to do, right? When you're one of the top or, you know, top scores in the NBA and, and you still have this another notch to reach, right? Like you, when things go wrong, you attack the rim and get to the free throw line. Like I know that's old school and, and, you know, people might say, oh, yeah, you know, that's what everyone says or whatever. But, you know, it's hard when you, you know, through the in and out of the game. But this is the Tatum that we saw throughout the entire preseason that was doing that. You know what I mean? And at the end of the day, like when your team needs a bucket, that's what you're supposed to do. You know, yeah. you're the superstar of the team. You're supposed to say, okay, my shot's not falling. I'm going to force the, force the issue in a sense of getting to the rack and trying to get to the free throw line. And I just felt like he didn't do that enough, especially when it mattered most, in, whether it was the overtimes Dudley, the, the fourth quarter. Dudley. Yeah. I just yeah, want to say this real quick. No, Sway, you're right. I agree 100%. I want to, I want to follow on that. But Jim, Jimmy, I don't know how long Jimmy's going to be here. So real quick, I just want to say that. Jimmy would crack the whip, you know? No. I didn't touch anything Not- that time. I'm noticing that I think it's because I had to log in for some reason. This is just refreshing automatically on its own. So this is going to happen, I think, the rest of the show. Just pretending. That's not how it works. I do this literally every day. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna get booted off, and I'm just gonna come back on. I don't want to hear from anybody. It's gonna happen. It has nothing to do with me. I'm not doing anything or touching. (sighs) Was that was that that Wi-Fi shaming that you don't like, Jimmy? Is that what that? I have full Wi-Fi right now. (laughs) (laughs) That shit sucks, right? (laughs) Wi-Fi shaming. I feel like Joe Sway on game. I I can't be Joe Sway this season. I cannot, and I will not. I set myself up. I shouldn't have said shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, that Joe Sway flow. So we got we got a lot of Brown talking off the top. So we're good for a couple weeks now, or what? Yeah, we're done. Never gonna talk about it again. <laughs> Maybe Christmas. We'll see. Uh, I, yeah. I love the I love the fire Brad Stevens stuff starting already. That was um, funny. <laughs> what? You built this team. That's no, crazy. I didn't see that. Yeah, that's good. Awesome. I like this one. Right Can't here. Wait to see it. <laughs> Jimmy Homeschool Network. Yeah, get that out of here. Get that out of here. Um, how about our our um, the starting lineup tonight, John? Well, we're gonna we're gonna have to eat. I, I was gonna save Grant a little bit for Bobby because we got to eat it a little bit there. Yeah, Grant, yeah. Grant, Grant showed up. Well, here's the thing: he showed, showed up, up late, but he showed up. He showed up within his physical limitations. He literally made <laughs> like six negative plays in the first thirty seconds of the game, and just got eaten alive by Randall. You know, whatever. And also, yeah. every single time he gets the ball down low, he gets swallowed up. He just can't be under. It's there. like a magnet. Everyone just goes, "Oh, Grant. everyone's like, oh, yeah. that guy's got the ball," and they just go get it from him. You know, just rip it from him. <laughs> I lost thirty pounds. Thank you very much. I don't want to hear it. But you know what I mean? They're like, "Ooh, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to take it from him now." And you know what drives me crazy? He does the thing where he just leans over. Like that's the worst thing to do. And everyone just crowds. Like, when you're he doesn't low, even get a jump ball out of it. It's don't like, go lower. Down. You know, right? Yeah. Right, but then, but then he lower. makes three, three three-pointers in a row to, to, to save the Celtics or keep them yeah. in, rather. But like, gets, I, you can't make this stuff up, man. I'm telling you, this is the kind of team we're gonna. This is the sort. These are the kind of games we're gonna watch a lot throughout the season. Yeah. But he, again, let's let's not be silly with Grant. He has incredible physical limitations, um, and it is what it is. Like that's how it's going to go. Um, and he'll, if he makes some shots and makes some heads-up plays. Um, he can do some good things, but ultimately he's Grant, um, you know, he's Grant. So 
we don't want him starting. And, you know, it, it what make what makes it clear to me here is that uh, Ime wants uh, this to be a double big lineup with Horford. So I think Horford's playing those minutes late. I wonder would he have oh, gone this three, missed, this would he have Horford. gone three guards late with Schroeder in there? Cause you know, Schroeder's fine for like, give him the ball and let him handle the offense and create offense on a second unit. But when he's out there with those guys and you know, he's going to hunt some shots and then the ball swings to him and he's going to take that ugly looking three, like he did a, a bunch of times in critical moments late. It's not an ideal scenario, yeah. you know? I just feel like they miss Horford in those. I mean, maybe not the the double overtimes, but just when then one when they needed to stop, and two when things got so stagnant that you know Marcus Smart is taking back to back threes on the same possession. Like that is the kind of possession that just it was a flashback from last year. Everyone's so, standing around. If Al's out there, that that doesn't happen, you know. But then again, his minutes would have gone up. I mean, yeah, but we'll we'll see. But I mean, I, I just think. See you, John. Oh, that's your. Oh, I think that's your right. Never mind. We just lost John, right? I want. I want the record. Oh, oh that John. Not able to see him. Yeah, we got Gerard. Well, what uh, are you seeing on your end right now? Sorry, guys. No, I got a couple. I got a couple messages from Sherrod, but then he has. We got two Joe Sways up here, so it, it threw me off. I'm gonna change it. I'm seeing. I can I'm do seeing it. Just me oh, and you. Joe Sways. I'm not touching anything because mean, right? I got in trouble last time. What's that supposed to mean? What's wrong with two Joe Sways? What's wrong with two Joe Sways? That's what's wrong. It's one too many. Wait, who am I not hearing? Be one, I guess. How's NYC, Sherrod? How's the vibe? How the uh, these crazy Yo, Knicks fans? They needed this. This was great, man. This was a lot of fun. I mean, just to have a full house, you know, people had too much to drink. You got drinks spilled on the floor. <laughs> you got popcorn everywhere. This was this was NBA basketball. It. This was the yeah. best. It's you know good when the Knicks are playing well, it's Tracy Morgan had those uh, – why did Tracy Morgan have those dookie, dookie chains for it? Like it's the 80s. Yeah, well, he had the LL Cool J from like 1986 chains. Yeah, He's missing the Kringle hat. What was that about? No one knows. <laughs> no one wants to know. Hey, Sherrod, yeah, was it like the craziest you've that. seen MSG since like, you know, back in the – It's been a while. Era? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's been a while. It was like – this I wouldn't say crazy. Um, it was just it just energy, like legitimate energy, like it, not yeah. that that fake game twenty six of the eighty two game schedule. This was like people were excited to be here, and it mm-hmm. wasn't just Knicks fans. I mean, the Celtics, as you guys know, they travel really well, uh, and, and yeah. they certainly yeah. their presence was felt in the stands. But look, this was fun, man. This was a great game, great yeah. game, great. You know what, else, what else is cool is getting to see you. In an invite, like, and not masked up on the ninth floor somewhere. Yeah, you, look, right. you actually look like you're covering an NBA game right now, which is great. Yeah. Um, this was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, do you, He's not going to see any rats. Did you, um, soon. Did you just get out of the press conference? You got any? You got any nuggets for us? You no, know, email. Yeah, uh, he he just spoke, and actually, uh, Rob, Jalen, and I believe uh, can't remember who the third player. They'll speak if they haven't started already. But uh, email. Tatum's got to get some shots up before he speaks. Yeah. Emay no, was really happy with the effort, and obviously the game plan for Jalen was just kind of tossed out the window when he had it going like that. Uh, they were hoping to play him shorter stints. It didn't quite work out that way because he was literally the only guy that was getting buckets for you. Uh, so Emay thought down the stretch, fatigue more than anything else was why they weren't able to execute. Uh, you know, when you think about you know Jalen missing the dunk, uh, Schroeder missing the layup. Uh, you know, uh, Tatum was just off all night, so you can't even talk of fatigue to him. He just had a bad night shooting. Yeah. 
Um, but overall, I mean, I, I think they're feeling pretty good about this because they accomplished, I think, a lot of the things they wanted to, obviously, obviously outside of the outcome. And your boy Rob Williams, I don't know what he did at halftime, but he was not the same player in the second half as he was in the first. First half, he looked like preseason Rob, where we're wondering what's going on with this guy. Second half, different player entirely. This second well, half, Rob Williams is the one that they need night well, in, night out. Still, though, and so uh, I, I, just for the record, I didn't start the Rob talk. Um, <laughs> um, so well, since we're the, here, you know, you're gonna here's keep the it going to keep going. Rob, Rob played with the guile that we saw him play last year, which is like quick hands, doing different things, making smart plays. I thought he baited Kemba into that turnover at half court there, almost playing possum. He was like, nope, I'm not really here. My arms are down. Ah, ha, ha, you know, and he grabbed it. (laughs) And he absolutely snapped. He he was pretending like he was just jogging with him. He totally baited him into that. So those are really clever things that we saw him do a ton last year. Smart plays, taps, running to the ball. Mm -hmm. But the lift still, I know he had an alley-oop dunk from a standing position how many times did he you know late in the game where he had to jump up and he should have hammered it and he got fouled I mean he got he got blocked but it was called a foul another foul attempt where he kind of like snuck it over with his fingers rim rattling like that's not Rob he's not he's not getting off the ground like he was but he had all of those like clever Rob plays so it was a lot of the stuff we saw, but still not the explosive, freakish, physical athlete, Rob, that, that we saw dunk. last year. It was that Xanus dunk. That's what it was. Yeah. I'm, I'm just wondering whether that's him just really kind of still processing what he can and cannot do now that we know about this, you know, tendinopathy thing that, that he has going on. Because, uh, uh, again, he was a very different player in the second half. And, and you're right, John. He, he didn't have the kind of upper echelon athleticism that we're used to seeing. But he definitely had some significantly more athletic-ish plays in the second half than we saw in the first, and certainly than what we saw in the preseason. Yeah, yeah. I, I what did you guys think? Like I said, is I, I, you know, what did I think? I'm, 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 I'm still, how's that Romeo guy doing? I'm still worried. I wish oh, we saw more of him. I hate that he may put him in mothballs just because the game got close late. Um, because I thought he was playing well enough to justify kind of playing some more minutes, but also you didn't expect double overtime. And then he was pot committed with the guys he had out there. But uh, I'll give these guys a bite at the apple on Rob first. And we can we can get into some Romeo because he kind of continued where he left off. But what do you guys yeah. think of Rob? No, I'm with you, man. I just feel like that towering, you know, it felt like he's just in the air waiting for those alley-oops, Rob. We haven't seen that yet. And, again, I don't know. I honestly believe it's a, it's a combination of his new body and, you know, him trying to get in, uh, get back into shape and get into midseason form or whatever. So I'm not too concerned about that. But defensively, I mean, John, he, he, he may not be slamming down alley-oops the way you like, but he's getting those blocks. You know, he's getting those stops when the Celtics needed it. So but I, they're I not, that, that goes a long they're not, way They're not picking out of the sky blocks. They're kind of roll with the guy and then just block it, you know, kind of right out of their hands sort of blocks. But he's not I love those up. blocks, John. Those are great. What do you mean? Oh, John, they're, that, block, that I, type I, of block isn't good. Does it block. count the same? I like them in tandem, <laughs> but you do want to see him get up and just, you know. Look, yeah. last we saw him was – Friggin' blocking a hundred shots against the Nets and like staying with James Harden, you know, like we were seeing, and he wasn't even a hundred percent there. He's not the same guy right now. I just feel like, yeah, no, I I agree with you, but I just, I hope this isn't, and I know this is, this is no fouls is good. One foul is ridiculous because he's obviously dealing with something, but I just don't want this to be solely health related in the sense of, 
oh, we're gonna right. we're gonna see Rob for a week, and then we're not gonna see him for a week, and then he'll come back. Like I don't want that. I want to see consistency, and if that means you know uh, keeping his minutes down to start, you know the first fifteen games or so of the real season. All right, so be it. As long as he's starting, as long as, down. Rest, as long as he gets those reps in there. But yeah, yeah. again, that, I, I'm still I'm, I'm with you that he looks different. He's not the same guy. But I, I still believe it's, it's for the betterment of the team in the in, in the in the you know in the second half of the season. You know, for, yeah. for, for the later. And, I don't want to talk about people his out minutes there. going down though. I I definitely don't want to have that conversation because that takes me back to last year, which takes me back to his yeah. entire time and the narrative about him being a Celtic, which is incredibly talented, lots of potential, but doesn't play enough to keep anyone satisfied. Right. And oh, so let me say something. Hold on, Go real ahead, quick, Jimmy. Though, real quick. Uh, what did he have? One foul? Two fouls? One. That's unheard of for Rob. Yeah. That's a sign of improvement. So uh, you know that's that's because he's not really leaving his feet. Right, right. Remember right. he would fall out <laughs> partially. He would fall out. He would finish a game with five fouls. Like he's not out of ten times. So old Rob, who knows he can jump, you know, you know, through the roof, leaves his feet to, to and that's where he, it's a lack of discipline. I think it's a little bit part and parcel there. He doesn't yeah. have that lift right now for whatever reason. Either he's slow playing the knee, or that weight wasn't necessarily great weight, and he's actually playing himself into shape. One no, of those by design. It's by design, Joe. I, that's my hope. You don't want to think he's a redu- he's reduced already. You don't want to think he's already playing like an older version of himself at still a young Wait, age. Hold on, should- Are you saying $55 million could do that to a player? I don't I don't No, I'm that. just saying you hope physically he doesn't he didn't turn I, I hope he didn't turn 35 overnight. He should be oh, playing man. like a 25-year-old guy in his physical prime. So you hope that that didn't happen where he's just lost it. I hope what Sherrod said is he's slow playing it because he's still a little unsure. But I mean, yeah. that's the thing though. You might be cautious, but then in the moment you just do what you do. There's a couple times he just couldn't get up and over the rim. And those are the things that freak me out some. And people are like, relax. He played good. Like it's an overreaction. No, all preseason. We were saying it. That's the thing is like, is this guy all right? You know, like, cause you want him to be all right. Cause you see what he did tonight and you're like, he could be amazing, but it's, he needs both sides of the – he needs he needs both the stuff he did tonight and the athleticism. Yeah, I don't have much to add at this point since you guys just spoke for 20 minutes on Rob and I didn't even get one second. But that's you okay. It. It's not a big go deal. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I have nothing left to say. I, I wanted to use that one example of when it was – I think it was the first overtime. Marcus Smart made a really nice pass to him, bounce pass, right at the rim. And instead of throwing it down like he would have last season, he just kind of – he tried to just sort of place it in, got fouled. Luckily, hit both free throws, which is a great th- a great sign in and of itself. Yeah. But you really would have loved that and one in that situation because I think that would have made it a three point game if if he got that. I forget, but yeah. I mean, long story short, yeah. you know, have that lift. That's why you're not Sherrod Blakely. I will say before Bobby takes over, yo, Bobby, the most the important number there the is forty five minutes with the throwback mic flag. I love it. Yeah, we'll, we'll upgrade. What's up, that Bobby? Soon. Hey, how are you? One of the best league openers ever. That's why I was hearing on the TV. You're was, not old enough to say that. Yeah, yeah I didn't. Was, I didn't say that. It was it awesome? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you were. What was it like? Hey, okay, no cheering in the press went, box, Bobby. Jesus. <laughs> I went downstairs. I thought it was over at the end of regulation. There, I watched two overtimes downstairs from on the uh, in the media room. Man. Oh, you did, Bobby was, Bobby was taking in the the final moments with New Yorkers. You thought you were doing a veteran thing, and you're actually doing a rookie thing. Watching mm-hmm. the game with Glenn and Moose. Yep. <laughs> in, in the cafeteria. The memories, yeah. the memories. Yeah, I, got to see, I got to see each of those guys at Fed, uh, Fenway the last two nights. It was a lot of fun. Oh, that's a treat. 
Yeah, that's a, it was. That's awesome. Yeah, you've been uh, crushing yeah. it, man. We'll talk about it later, but yeah. Oh, we'll God, what are you guys exhausted. talking about? Rob? Uh, yeah, we, we might get to Jalen later. We did a little rub. <laughs> Good guess. <laughs> that is so disrespectful. No, no, no. <laughs> I... <laughs> we did the first 10, 15 minutes on Jalen. We, we Bobby, saved Bobby. We, take we, us inside the uh, the press conferences. What did Jalen yeah. have to say? All we got was Rob so far. Still oh, waiting great. on everybody else. What, so did, Rob what did Rob say? Anything say? Anything about his physically? Yeah, he said he'll get some ice and be back at tomorrow. Pretty short with things. Uh, he had a funny moment with the missed dunks. Kemba yelling thank you to him. Him joking with Evan. He was he was pretty cheery for a you know tough tough loss here. Uh, Is but anybody overall, asking him about his lift? Nope. <laughs> no. Nope. That was that was We're a not, no, right? Yeah. No. Nobody asked him. Okay. Well, why can't, give, give just, it another shot. Give it another game. Why can't you jump? Somebody asked that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you okay? You Are you okay? A couple dunks. What do you have? Three dunks in this one? He was he had a couple. Yeah. He got he had a couple, but John wants him to jump over the rim. He Here's the thing. A lot of those, like the one where he... You've seen those pictures? He's oh, like yeah. this, you I know? know what you're saying. Yeah, but if he gets fouled, I'm sure that takes a ton off the lift. And then a handful of those he did get fouled. But I get what you're getting at, John. He only had one or two dunks in three, four games through that first quarter tonight. And a couple attempts that got blocked at the rim or he couldn't get up and over. But, mm-hmm. he, but all of the other stuff he did was, especially Sherrod was saying in the second half, kind of more himself. All right, guys, we're going to get back to our conversation here about the uh, Celtics opening night loss to the Knicks. Uh, But first off, we want to tell everybody, of course, about our sponsor, uh, which is INSA. Uh, INSA. Yeah, which is uh, Massachusetts premier cannabis dispensary. That's I-N-S-A, INSA. Uh, They're the premier dispensary because the founders Pat and Pete they re-engineered the cannabis model from what they sell to how they sell it while never forgetting anybody or everyone and making sure everybody who wants a yeah. piece of the action is included. Weed guy it's, move. Just always passing it down to the next guy. It's for everyone. It's for everyone. Yeah. Uh, Insta's dispensaries are inviting and modern. Come and learn more. The staff are authorities on the science of all of the growing the technologies. They can answer every single question there. Uh, and so where do you go? You got a million of these things. Well, actually four. Uh, in Salem, <laughs> East Hampton, Close. Boston Delivery, two Springfield locations. One of them's here, the MGM Casino. What you do if you go, mention that the guys at the Garden Report said stop by and you get a sweet T-shirt for one penny, okay? Uh, we got like a hundred of them. Uh, and they are. Deal. They're fun. They're sweet. I got one right here. Are you wearing You wearing one? Shoot. In, in sa. Okay. I would like to get one. I'm going to have yeah. to borrow one. Okay. I'm repping it. But go go check it out. Tell them the Garden Report sent you. Get the t-shirt uh, for a penny, and then who knows what else you might find I've been uh, meaning to go to MGM, so that's going to be a nice little pit stop on the way. Yeah, and, and here's the thing. Uh, they're local. Support your local uh, company. It's not a bunch of – it's not some friggin' tech bros coming from Silicon right. Valley. These guys grew up. They're buddies in Springfield. Uh, and so this oh, is a local cool. dispensary. It's not just guys cool. who are like, I'm going to go make money selling weed. Um, it's a right. local company, so go support it. Insight, it is our sponsor. <laughs> Tell them the Garden Report sent you. Get your T-shirt and whatever else you desire. Yeah, his switching was sharp. It got better in the second half. Uh, he stayed on his feet. I thought the most impressive thing about 45 minutes was one foul, as I told you guys in the chat there. That is unimaginable. 
That's him right. Yeah. Say that discipline. <laughs> progress, John. You hear that? You take the good with the bad, all right? But John says it's because he doesn't leave his feet because he can't, so therefore he can't commit fouls. Ooh, that's a good theory. <laughs> it's not a bad one. <laughs> no, I've seen it, John. Like, he's not his Damn usual. Damn it, Bobby. Don't buy that crap. <laughs> he's not. He's not. Why are we sugarcoating it? He might still be. We're not saying the guy's dead. We just He's not jumping as high as we're used to seeing him. That's he's it. A smarter player now. He's okay? not putting him in Kemba category just yet he's not saying that we'd rather have a torn acl than what rob's going to <laughs> yeah, he's not saying yeah, that say that last year i might i might actually i might actually say it for rob but not <laughs> that was low-key one of your wildest takes ever. <laughs> it was also correct <laughs> a million things it's better if he just million, breaks the whole thing you know? <laughs> a million things happen late in this game and i'm still processing it all but one thing that really stands out with those free throws from him uh, to get within two there. Yeah. He's not a great free throw shooter at all, but he, you know, sharpened in, hit those. He had some great moments throughout this one, I thought. He filled he the lane a moments. ton on the defensive end. He was not necessarily the normal young raiser we see, but he gritted through those minutes. And to never be a guy who's playing at that level, and my favorite quote from the post game was that he wanted a triple overtime. You know, he was ready to go for a triple overtime if it was necessary. Uh, I thought even though it wasn't his usual burst athleticism to be able to grind out this many minutes and for Udoka to trust him to do that, I'm sure they didn't really have a choice. They weren't going to go to Ennis Cantor in this one just based off how they were getting torched in the pick and roll at times. But they need needed him to go the distance in this one and he did well let me say this um so one of the things we were starting to talk about uh and Sherrod I'll start with you the um uh the new Celtics versus the old Celtics okay you have Ime Udoka and some of the things that he's focused on and he wants different you know and that's passing the ball and this and that you saw you know and commitment to defense on all of that. You'd see it in flashes, and then I feel like they reverted back. Um, as Joe Sway pointed out, um, Jason Tatum, it's important for him to get going downhill, getting to the basket. We saw it in the preseason. Didn't see it enough tonight. Marcus Smart, he's supposed to be point guard first in the distributor. What happens? He jacks 11 threes. That was okay. crazy. And, and again, we're, we're not and, – and then he made a huge – Was one. it? It's the full Marcus Spartan experience, but he did reach those periods in the second quarter where he just kind of went into WTF land, which is like, I'm just going to kind of do whatever. And he just, you lose that focus of what it is you're supposed to do there. Um, So just like I said, kind of lapsing back into those habits, they were, they got very jump shot happy at times. Um, They played some ISO ball where you want to see them move it a little bit more. So you see like, the points of emphasis and then kind of reverting back to the things that you're comfortable with. And I think it's not going to change all overnight, but do you guys see any of that too? Um, you know, watching tonight just globally with the team? Well, they were all, I mean, they were doing what you kind of expect the team to do in their first game. And that is show some of the growth that they have under this new regime, but still have some of that stench from how they used to do things. Uh, yeah. So you've got a little bit of both of those worlds. I, I like the fact that, Early on, they really seem to be tr- trying to just keep the ball moving. I think like eight of their first 11 baskets came on assists or something like that. So they were definitely. They only had seven assists as a team with three minutes left to go in the second quarter, and they had six in the first quarter. So they, again, they went through a whole stretch when the Knicks kind of had cut into that lead where they stopped doing it. I think they had 24 on their first 35 buckets, though. So there were stretches. There were stretches where they did it, and then stretches where they kind of reverted back. So, Mm -hmm. right. But I think part of that had to do, well, I think two things. First of all, Tatum was struggling so bad that I think there was. 
was a conscious effort to try to get him going. And we know he's at his best when he's yeah. playing iso ball, getting, looking for his shot. And I thought that probably took them a little bit out of the rhythm that they were at early on where they were just really just trying to get the ball to They them. were trying to work it, work it, work it, right? Yeah, yeah. But, but at some point, you know, when you're Yeah, I guess Tatum was the kind of the, the stick and the, the spoke in the, yeah. you know, right. Yeah, but even when Tatum was, like, looking to be more of a facilitator, when you got guys missing open shots or missing lightly contested shots and you're struggling and you're the best scorer in the team, you're going to try and reel in that passing a little bit more than you probably should and look for your shot. And he did that. Yeah. Um, but, but this was – Again, it's going to take this team some time to get to playing consistently the way Ime wants them to play. And I thought for the most part, this was a good first step because they gave themselves a chance to win down the stretch. But look at that Knicks team. I take away Evan Fournier and Kimba, and the rest of those guys from a defensive standpoint are pretty much who they are. They're very locked in, and I thought they were the better team defensively in the latter stages than the Celtics was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're looking for a balance too. You know, that Ime said after the game that they were attacking mismatches and they were doing so at the a little too far in the isolation direction. I think the problem he has with Tatum in particular, just from getting to know him so far as a coach, is when he has those mismatches and he settles for the jumpers, you know, the long twos, the fadeaway. That uh, the very last shot of the game. Uh, where the ball bounced out to him and he was just kind of getting one up late that would have put them within one with like maybe two or three seconds left. He like came up off one foot and just kind of yeah. like tossed it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, it, it was, was just kind of expired, uh, expired already. It was, weird. it was weird. He was frustrated. Even, the, even, even his end one, which was like the first time he'd gone to the rim in like a no, quarter like, and a half. Funny. He was yeah. just kind of like, uh, you know, like he was clearly frustrated with how he was, uh, with uh, how he probably some tonight. exhaustion too. Yeah. Yeah, at that point in the game in particular. Yeah. But the jumpers for him, uh, this team was having so much success in the paint early on. And you see that spinning make, the N one that you mentioned. Yeah. Like those are the plays that they need from him in the late stretches of the game where everybody's going to focus. I mean, Rob's focus in exhaustion time and crunch time was probably greater than Tatum's, believe well, it or this not. Is the th- this is the problem with Tatum. Again, it's, it's not the iso ball as much as dis- – quick decision making he takes forever to get moving towards where he needs did to you go see what i saw john it's, what's that they went through those sections there was some stretches with tatum on the ball and brown out of the game some stretches with brown yeah. in the game tatum out the pace i was counting the seconds it's between unreal when they get the ball and when they get when brown was in early in the game it was like seven seconds of play when tatum was in it went over 10 yeah, it was a big difference. This is the problem more than the ISO. It's it's okay to make individual moves. He just takes forever to do it, and right. he just sits and he waits <clears throat> and he's deliberate, and then he starts moving slow, you know, in a certain direction. But the defense sets. Everyone else is standing around, and it's just harder for him. Instead of getting it and aggressively deciding, I'm going to attack right now, or I'm going to swing it and move and get to a different spot and and ask for the ball back and then go from there. He just doesn't do that and. And so you're really relying, you know, I think we keep overusing the ISO ball thing. You know, Jalen's ISOing too when he's getting the ball and going to work there. He's just doing it more aggressively and he's going downhill and he's putting you on your heels by attacking, attacking, attacking. And Tatum doesn't do that. He makes him he, he makes himself easier to defend because of his pace. So yeah. that's it, it's not it's a thing we're still seeing, you know, again seeing one game, but it's a thing you're 
it's a point of emphasis that you want to see them, you know, that you want to see them do. No, and the game swung on pressure and transition. The Celtics yeah. were doing that early and putting enormous pressure on the Knicks on runouts. And yep. they did it a bit late with Rob on some turnovers that they forced. And then the Knicks through the middle portions of the game, those like Randall steals and pushouts to Obi just got this place exploding. And uh, you know, got the Knicks back into the game in a hurry. They were down by 12, I think, at the biggest point in this one and just got RJ, Obi, these guys off the bench going with those runouts. And then some pick and roll breakdown later in the game. Uh, got them. But overall, the Celtics defensively, I thought were fine until they got exhausted later in the game and probably out of focus. Uh, the offense, I thought, undermined their defense when they were turning the ball over, being too methodical, or moving too slow. Oh shit! Shots fired from Greenwood. So he's not. So he's not <laughs> Well, Damn. can I tell you? Can I say? Can I point this out because I don't want to make it seem like we're the ones that are like that taking the shot. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to make it seem like we're the ones that are taking the shots. You've noticed here, like the 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 fan just. You know, Twitter, our comments, and this and that. There's definitely a momentum shift uh, I've noticed from Tatum's the man and he's our leader and blah 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 into this guy drives me. I he's become a more he's become a polarizing figure. I think that wasn't the case a year or so ago. Yeah, but I feel like that was the case two yeah. years ago in the bubble. You know, and that season before. No, it happened. Yeah. I think it happened last he year. He wasn't that guy, and it started happening a little last year. I think it started happening a little bit last year, but then those 50 or 60 uh, point performance on top of the 50 point performance and then what he did in the playoffs, I was like, oh, okay, well, he's just trying to figure it out. You know, he's, he's, com- he's coming into his own. You know, he's going to turn into that, you know, premier all-star, you know, every day, you know, every season or perennial all-star rather. And, and this is just a growing page. And then we see him in preseason and we're like, oh, okay, he's actually, he's taking a side in. You know, the emphasis of getting to the free throw line, the emphasis of building that body so he can absorb contact. He did it in the postseason. Exactly. Do you feel like do you feel like they had an organizer on the court tonight? You know? What's do you up? feel like do you feel like they had an organizer on the court tonight? No, what stretches guys, they did, but for the most part, no. It was what just what did kinda, you guys think of Marcus? Mm, horrible okay. job. Horrible job. It's for him to be in a four general. I mean, they needed somebody to get themselves First in the right places. Tatum was off the ball quite a bit early, and he was getting stuck, and he was trying to do some screen action to free himself, and Randall was facing him, and there was just no one who really stepped up. Brown made a few good plays, but wasn't a four general per se. Smart's someone you look to. You know, six assists, four turnovers. He's got to be better than that, the point guard spot. And then in the fourth, oh, like one of six to start, launching threes, two turnovers, no assists through that stretch. No, Bobby, like, everyone's crunch time. at him. You know, like that that possession where where you you get the offensive rebound and you and get he the saw right some confusion too with him on the ball. You know, Ime was relaying wow. something to Brown that wasn't getting over to Smart. Yeah, and they I had to call like a timeout after that. The second attempt was almost out of frustration. Like, okay, all right, I'll, I'll do Schroeder it. Schroeder wasn't doing it. I yeah. thought they missed Al on offense big time tonight in that regard. See, we might end up finding that they he's the on, true organizer of this team. I thought they missed him on both Defense more than offense, only because. He would have been, in addition to Rob, out there guarding Julius. And Julius, Julius had a yeah. field day against anyone other than our guy and Rob. Everyone else he ate alive. I mean, I, Oh, I, I, my I, Lord, is he good. Poor Grant. I mean, I mean, Grant Williams was just, I mean, turnstile central. Just Nobody had a chance. <laughs> but he kept his head up, though, you know? Yeah. And, and I, I give Grant, Grant did his best. He made some For shots. Real. He, he did make some shots. But, damn, he, he just got torched he did. at the other end of the field. Fourth quarter, yeah. Grant kind of got them back into things. 
Grant did his best. Again, we, we talked yeah. about him. He's, he's got he physical did, he, limitations, but that's as good as he's going to do in a, in, a, in a matchup like he that. He can that first, shoot. That first, let me just say this, though, before I forget. That first crucial three, though, it was almost as if like Tatum was going to give it to him, but he realized he's wide open. He was like, wait a minute, I'm not going to get this back. And as he's passing it, he's like, wait, yes, uh, yes, okay, good. Yeah, good shot. Yo, yeah, good job, Grant, Grant. Yeah, good job. When Grant was, when Grant like stole that ball, I had. I had zero faith that he was going to finish that breakaway layup. Zero. He was going at 100 miles an hour, and I somehow credit to him, man. He finished that. Six months had, ago, he doesn't finish that. He doesn't no, finish six that. months ago, that like hits the bottom of the rim and like he falls. And, like, <laughs> I think there the was stand. a play like that last year, actually. Right. Uh, That's what I was envisioning. Well, I think he just hit the glass. It just fell after that. He really yeah. lost his balance. Uh, he was good on offense, but the defense, and I got to do like an apology cam almost, <laughs> thinking that he could be a Randall counter. Not even close. <laughs> I was thinking he re- first couple of possessions, and I was like, oh. How about that blow by at the end that looked like the clincher? He like, just, oh like, walked God. right by him and threw it down. But, you know, no one stood a chance against Randall. That guy was, what, second-team All-NBA last year, and that's what he looked like today. He can just score at will, and his touch from the three-point line and on the inside is just phenomenal. So I think there's a little bit too much pressure there on him in New York, but – He's a good guy to have as your number one right now, I think, if the things come together around him. This is yeah. an Evan Fournier. Get to the Real playoffs, not going to do much more than get to the playoffs with him as your number one. Yeah. couple things. Have just to too much pressure couple, on him. A couple quick updates. Jalen Brown was saying his breathing was a little irregular at times um, during the game. He just said this in the postgame comments, and that this is something, Sherrod and Bobby, you guys were there. He but talked I meditate prior. on the reg, so I'm good now. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. He <laughs> talked prior to the game about that as well. This is, again – it's amazing how good he was here, but it's again so much for a, 30 minutes, huh? <laughs> it's a thing we saw Tatum know, do. Right? Uh, another fun little stat on Jalen as we go back to him a little bit 46 points, nine rebounds, six assists. Only two other Celtics in history, uh, in a game have hit those numbers, those benchmarks each or cleared them in, a, in the same game. And that's uh, that's uh, Larry Legend and uh, and John Havlicek. Um, so Ooh. that's that's how crazy this game was for him. Um, the breathing's not good. Breathing is good. Breathing's good, but it's not good that he can't breathe. Right. <laughs> yeah, that, having the inhaler. Thank you, doctor. Good. Yeah. The importance of breath. I was I very just, I just, I just breathing Googled very breathing. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's always good. Well, you just have to hope that it's, you know, it's just because he's so, so soon coming off, coming off of getting COVID that, you know, as the days go by, that'll become more and more back yeah. to where it's, you know, it's like, any, I'm not going to say it's like any cold, but a lot of times when you're coming back from a cold, you don't just go from zero to 100. You know, you have to take a few days and slowly get yourself back to where you were. So, you know, all the more credit to him for coming out the way he did. I thought he was the only, you know, he was not a, not a bold statement. He was the only guy really giving them any sort of life for, for four quarters, you know. Um, and he was the reason they were in the game, really, in the fourth quarter. You know, I mean, I know he didn't continue that scoring clip in the second, third, and fourth, but for him to drop 20 points in the first quarter – and keep the, put, put the team on his back, basically. And then finally, he got a little bit more support from the guys around him. And then again, when, when, it, when it mattered most, he came through and hit some really, really big shots. So yeah. for him he to do that. He is so efficient. Like, yeah. Well, you, you look up like four minutes in, and it's like, oh, he has 16 points because he does it in so few possessions. He just yeah. hammers make after make after make, takes great shots. His profile on the floor is outstanding. Takes a couple mid-rangers here there, but he nails his threes. He's brutally efficient at the rim, draws fouls in there. And, man, 
there were some possessions on the fast break where he would go from rebound to the basket, taking the shot attempt in two seconds. Yeah. I think there was even a one second possession. Now, his, that yeah. basketball clock goes a little slower than I think real seconds do, but <laughs> like, come on, rebound to basket in two seconds. This guy needs to be but driving the offense. The his, pace. His, his handle, too, he was splitting defenders in ways I hadn't seen him doing oh, that, that this year. Oh, oh my man. God. He was, he was in, tight spa- in tight spaces, um, really in a low dribble, really good control. Uh, like in, in, out there. in ways I hadn't seen him before. Yeah. Who are some perimeter players? You know what? This, this is this funny. Efficient. I can't even think of any other guys who are just this like is... 50% plus constantly. Because no. an inefficient position, you're taking remember a lot of how, shots, deep shots. It's it's crazy to me. Remember how last season started too? It was it was a lot of Jalen and being surprised at wow, like Jalen looks like he took a, another step here from where he was season prior, and everybody was starting to say, oh, they might have a one A and one B here as opposed to a number one and number two. And now a season later, the you know, and we're one game in, so anything can happen. But it seems like conversations kind of going in that same direction as it did last season where, you know, Jalen Brown once again continues to show some legitimate, like, a step forward from the prior season. And I think that's what John was kind of talking about earlier when he was talking about Tatum and how some people are starting to sort of go back and forth now between the two. And I know, John, in one of your predictions today, I forget the exact wording, but I think you said that Tatum's kind of, in plateaued. a way, plateaued. Yeah. yeah. Albeit at a very high level. Yes. But he's certainly not, you know, the best player in the It's not like he doesn't have room for improvement. He could still he could still find it in him to improve. No, that's that, what John like I said, said. This is what I wrote. I wrote that I thought Tatum had plateaued at an extremely high level. He look, and people said that Tatum's game's gonna be more developed earlier in his career. But I believe the that what we're seeing of him is I don't know the next level for him. I don't know it. I don't know where he goes. But you with might Jaylen, regret that one. <laughs> I'm saying with Jalen, you keep seeing year over year, not just right. progress, leaps. Right, huge like we leaps. saw last year, right. And he did it. And right now, after one game, I'm seeing a different version of him already. And he's not even close to physically where he should be, you know, because of the COVID and because of the wrist and the shortened offseason, you know, for him and just not getting his work. That was more what I was saying is I think Tatum – We've seen it, and it really comes down to him being a shot maker, and that's the key to him. But I don't know how much his game changes. Galen, Jalen's game keeps evolving. Tatum's is not. Tatum's is about shot making. Well, That's how I see of, it. Part of that has to do with the fact that I think Tatum came into the league as a more complete player. Absolutely. He didn't have, he didn't have nearly as much runway to work with as Jalen does in terms of getting better. So um, I, I, think that there's, there, I think there's some truth to that. But at the end of the day, Tatum is a badass dude. I mean, he is – I mean, he got stuff in the bag that guys who are going to be in the league years after him will never, never, ever have. Guys in the league who have done this, been there, done that many times over him will never be as good as he is right now. And because he, I think, is in that right now borderline top ten player. He's been there. Right. Right. And he's been – and he got there quick. Okay, that's he's fair. Been there, he's, that's what I mean. He's been there for two years. He's, he's he was ESPN's 11 player last year and 14 or 15 this year. He's already in that all-NBA conversation yearly. Yeah. Let's think about the time span in which this happened, just one year, because there were basically two seasons in one year. Yeah. That bubble jump from him, 
I saw significant strides in the passing. That year he was a great defender, which people didn't see in him coming into this league. It's happened early, but it's still early with him. He's 23, 24-ish now. Like that, there's going to be a lot more Tatum growth in regards to the passing, and there's still enormous potential for him as a defender. Uh, I, I'm not going to put a cap on him. I don't think he's plateaued. And even just like seeing him go from a guy who can score 30, 40 to 50 last year to 60, that's some growth to me. When now, it hasn't been ha- consistent, but it's there. When he John, has it going, he's out of his mind. Yeah. Where can, the, uh, where can all our, our viewers read that, read those predictions? Oh, do you want today. me to plug the website? Yeah, you should because we we all contributed. <laughs> the website's to been it. bumping. All all five of us um, did our bold predictions. CLNSmedia.com. Ahmed can put the uh, story in the chat, uh, maybe at some point, uh, and you guys gonna read it. It's a fun read. We'll circle back to some of them later on here. We don't have to. Um, but some to. of them. What's funny is like we're <laughs> not gonna take <laughs> we're not gonna take victory laps over over them on one day. However, they all are interesting <laughs> talking points. One of them was. This is also a conversation we had throughout the season was the um, the kids and who's going to play uh, and who's going to separate themselves. And right now we've got a Neesmith guy in, in the room, and that's Jimmy. We've got a Pritchard guy in the room, and we did question whether if the Pritchard minutes would be there or not. And tonight he only played 11 minutes in a double overtime game without Josh, without Josh Richardson here. So I don't know what that portends to long term. And then we had Sherrod's guy. Romeo, who again looked like Romeo, the same guy who's shooting confidently. Yeah, this is why we didn't want to rule him out. (laughs) What is that dance? You couldn't rule him out. (laughs) That's that. That's that wedding floor when you're right in the middle dance floor, right there. Yeah, (laughs) I love Romeo. His defensive floor was always going to keep him in play. I yeah, mean, but when he's Pritchard knocking came, out shots now, and, yeah, and I, I'm, not, I'm not as locked in as the, as him knocking out shots as him taking them with confidence. Uh, you don't, he doesn't seem to hesitate like he used yep. to when it came to, and it doesn't really matter who's on the floor with him. That's the thing about it. He, it's one thing when Tatum and Brown are on the floor and you hesitate, but even when those guys are on the floor with Romeo now, he's not hesitating if he's open. That's what, and it, that's <clears> going to open things up for him and the team going forward. If he keeps playing with that kind of confidence, regardless of whether the shots go down or not. Right. right. Minus That's 14 it. tonight. He's not thinking, you know? And when he, he puts the ball in the floor and attacks, you know I love that. Like, that's the kind of that's the kind of player that this team could could use off the bench, obviously, but also someone that can give you that that that, that muscle on the defensive end. Well, then you, you got a spot in the rotation for sure. So he's, you know. You I, don't he he may, he, I don't he think he may. I don't think he I don't think he may trust Neesmith's defense at this point. No, nope. he's not. Or close. anything about him, and especially when his yeah. shot's not falling. Yeah. And then Pritchard came in, and my lord, him, Schroeder, and who I think it was Rob who was playing center at this point. Rose was just pulling Rob out to the perimeter. They were sending Obi and Robinson downhill to just dunk on Pritchard and Schroeder's heads in the paint. That was a horrible stretch. Uh, yeah. And that I was mean, the end of Pritchard. Yeah, that was it. That was it. I, yeah. And that's that was the concern is if those second unit are you playing Pritchard and Schroeder together? It's a it's a weird thing. This is also why I don't love Robin uh Robin uh Al together because what are you doing in the second unit here with bigs? Like it, you've got problems there. You're going to be playing weird lineups when you, they were really undersized in that unit when you had Neesmith out there and you had Schroeder and you had uh 
you know, Pritchard, that's a dangerously small lineup there. And really your only hope for any beef is bringing in Cantor and just then defensively, you're a mess. So uh, the, I was worried a, they were going to bring him in tonight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this was not a game they could do that. And, uh, you know, for his credit, they survived some of those Grant small ball center stretches there. They're almost trying to mimic the way they'd use Horford in that regard. And I don't think it was his fault when they got beat up in some of those stretches. He can get out on the wing and uh, defend some of those guys. I think the Celtics are in a good position this year, actually, where when teams try to draw their bigs out, they have guys who maybe aren't experts in that area. But Rob, Grant, Horford, they can all go out there and not get completely torched. You saw Kemba try to catch Rob on one of those two, and Rob just stayed with him and mm. slapped it out of bounds. Yeah. Well, I do want to take the conversation over there, but um, anything else you saw from the kids? And again, Neesmith is just kind of, it's the only one game thing, but again, when that shot doesn't fall, it always... It, this is a just, big boy game. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I would say that Langford has the slight, you know, if if, we're, if, it's, a, if it's a race... Langford tape takes game Isn't one. He's got a slight, slight edge here. It's unreal, right? We thought he was dead. John sold the stock. We shipped them away. It was now he's right. We back. thought he was dead because in our defense, nobody Look had at seen Sherrod. him for he's about six like months. a Wall Street banker with that stock. <laughs> <laughs> I held on. I was, hey, Wall Street's I, right around the corner. I was the only guy last year. I'm gonna buy some more tomorrow. It was it was dropping when he sold it. So it's, it's and a John's like. John's like, I lost a million dollars. John literally sold it to buy Grant. So good luck. <laughs> Grant was yeah. fine tonight. Listen, I I bought no, I wasn't. got my stock no, in he was not fine tonight. Stop lying. And I got <laughs> stock not. tonight in uh I was minus there was minus five. I had stock in Schroeder, unfortunately, and that was a tough debut, I thought for sure. He missed he missed a couple of shots that could have they could have went either way though. It was right. this stuff. Yeah, he's a uh, wild card to me. He's a bad wild card turnovers to me, there. He is a wild card. Why do what you say? I, I, I want to buy stock in him, but man, he's just too damn volatile for me right now. I there's yeah. gonna be there's gonna be games where he's gonna drive you crazy and he's gonna win you some games. Yeah. Yeah. This was such a weird game in the plus minus. You win by 16 with Brown on the floor. You lose by 16 with Schroeder out there. Grant's a minus five. Tatum's a minus three. But when Rob's you gotta get out there, plus eleven. Yeah, you got to find better combinations that work. I mean, it's yeah. clear when you got guys who are playing really, really well, and other guys who are playing really, really crappy. It's not that they're <laughs> bad players as much as it is they're just bad combinations together. So that's part of Ime's growth in this whole process too. I mean, we talk about Tatum and Brown and all those guys, but Ime's got to grow through this whole thing as well. Um, and I, you I mean, wish Ime challenged that charge, wait. Yeah, but he. Yeah, but he explained that though. He they, they had a monitor and they looked at the play and he was moving and that's why he didn't, didn't challenge it. But he was thinking about it, which to me that's one though where you know, almost man. just try it. Yeah, that's but that's one you try it, but two. I mean, he slid in at the very last second. Anything you do in slow-mo, yes, his feet were set for 0.2 seconds before contact, but he just slid into that spot. I don't right. know. That's I think that was worth looking at. Because well, let me ask close, you this: so close. In that situation, I was surprised. Did Ime talk about the uh, Tatum possession um, uh, at the end of overtime? Whether that was drawn up or Tatum just took it? I was curious. You didn't catch it. No, no problem. At the end, at I have the a end feeling. Of the overtime. Yeah, he took the ball up and just. John's gonna come into one of these on Zoom. Just fire away. <laughs> just start. Just start throwing haymakers. Um, it didn't look like he called it. Like I said, it looked like Tatum was was. Was telling everyone to get out of the We've way. We've seen a lot of those from Tatum at the buzzer. 
be interesting yeah, to look sometimes at. Sometimes they fall. Uh, I mean, look, remember the, the one last we, year we fell against the We don't the know Bucks. what the last, the opener. the last time oh, he, he could have yeah. said, look, this game is tied. You know, at the end, you know, Tatum, you, you got to know the play. That, well, that why would you do that? Why would you pick Tatum? Right. That's why I don't think that makes no sense. There's no way Ime said, Jason, Jason, you're shooting 22%. Take this last shot. (laughs) It's not like it wasn't a curveball because everyone in the world knew it was happening. Yeah, because he just slowly worked himself into the corner and took a horrible shot. Baseline shot. Yeah. Uh, I do want to talk about a couple of the ex Celtics over on the other side because it was uh, two totally different guys. First, I want to make a little plea to our uh, to our audience out here because there's a lot of you on the Celtics side. If you're Celtics fans, you may also be Red Sox fans. We are uh, devoting a fair amount of coverage to uh, the Red Sox playoffs here as far as they go. We have a YouTube channel that's relatively new that features a lot of our Red Sox content, and we are so close to 1,000 subscribers. So if you guys like it, uh, there's nice. interviews there. There's some content, Series a few podcasts. Over. Series isn't over. We'll have more stuff, you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully through the ALCS. And we were a couple days ago, we were booking our World Series travel, but uh, we'll see what happens there. But we will have a lot of content there. We're 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 super close to a thousand. We'd love to get over that hump. So if you guys, when you have a chance, you want to hop over there, subscribe uh, to Red Sox Clubhouse. That's the name of our Red Sox uh, YouTube Clubhouse. channel. Okay. Red Sox Clubhouse. Inside, let's um, say inside Clubhouse. Yeah, Red Sox Red Clubhouse. Sox. Inside clubhouse. Jimmy, don't yeah. touch that. No, I'm looking. It says inside, I think. In that it crack. shouldn't. It shouldn't. Um, oh, okay. So, Whoops. I don't think it does then. So very, very quickly, um, what did you – so Kemba was exactly the guy we remembered, which is – Couldn't play second overtime. He can't get that. He can't go places. He can't get by people. He didn't have that 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 burst. He's kind of the same same version of yeah, that so guy, right? he was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We he like he disappeared trade. in the second half. I mean, he, he made one big play. I was like, oh, yeah, Kemba's still back out there. So that's but probably it's the, it's the It's the it's first, field you know? again, right, where you're like, you know, how many times did we look at Kemba and we're like, he only took six shots tonight? Like, what the hell, man? Yeah. Like, he's got to assert himself. He's got to be more aggressive. And he just can't because he can't get to places where he can get shots off. Yeah. And it's usually either the very beginning of the game or the very beginning of the second half, right? That was a lot of the times last year. Looks on I mean, balance. They have Derrick Rose there. You know, I, I see them splitting the, that time right down the middle. So maybe he's not yeah. the worst in the world. But, I mean, some of those guys are wondering if yeah. what could have been. I mean, I, I think they got their answer tonight in the, for the most part. Yeah. I'd be worried. He got looked at as a flyer there, but they also rely on him to some degree. You know, it's either him or Derrick Rose out there at that point spot. And Rose has his own, you know, sustainability issues with the injuries he's gone through in his career. It's two scary guys to be banking on at point guard. I know Knicks fans got sick of Peyton and Nilakina and just how horrible they were on offense, but they could get out there and play every night. These two guys, my big worry is the stability, but also when they're able to play, you got three of 11 rows and Walker. He's still mechanically, even on wide open shots, just looking off balance, not able to get by guys, not great bursts. It kills me to watch because this guy could score like, Nobody else when well, he, he can heat up, and, you know, right? Yeah, 
And he'll have games like that still. I'm sure there's some days where he's going to feel great, and there's some days where he's just not going to have the burst and the base below him to shoot like this one. But he was invisible for much of this game. Yeah. He did hit a huge three late, though, that put them yeah. up six, I believe, at the time. They do yeah, not have a back-to-back until, like, the 10th or 12th game of the year. So it looks like he's probably going to catch a break here. Their, their first one is November 7th, November 8th. So 35 minutes seems like a lot for him. Um, yeah. You know, but he's I He's going to play. That's the Tibbs line. He's going to play. <laughs> I didn't miss anything watching him tonight other than yeah. his attitude, other than him because he's such a good guy. And that's what bums you out. Yeah. Everybody on the Celtics misses him. Doesn't feel like he was a part of any of the internal issues at all. In fact, he probably helped just with the positivity there. And the injuries, as Brown said earlier, where to go wrong? The injuries. That's all it was. Yep. Mm-hmm. No, everything. Remember the first season with him, it was like, unbelievable the chemistry and you know how Temba was being Kemba the same guy that you saw and at UConn practically and then right in that like Raptor series it all kind of went south and it never really was the same after that yeah Um, would you take him at seven million I don't think I don't know I mean yes as a backup no as a starter Seven million. Yes, he done. still has he still has value. I mean, yeah, are you kidding? You can still play, but you're, but you're still but as you're I said, still relying on him though. This you're was another one of my. On in addition to my ACL take last year, the other one that I got laughed after left off the stream was he's got to come off the bench. I think he's ideally suited to be a microwave style player coming off the bench in spurts. Instant and offense. Derrick Rose. <laughs> I I, yeah. I think that's I think that's what he's. They got two different I never seen so many bad knees at one point in one point guard position on a team. It's this is a good Knicks team, but man, that scares me. Yeah, I know. Um, I, I felt for him when he banged the, the, the he banged knees with uh, who was I think Schroeder left knee too. I was like, oof, you know that hurt him. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I did want to mention Fournier. Um, you know, this is a Boo! guy. Fournier's revenge. Oh sure, man, I said no. He had this game. I was so game. damn sick of Fournier tonight watching that game. But this, this is, is the guy, the guy watched, I wanted back. This is the guy who we watched in the summer at the Olympics, and we're like, oh, he's pretty good. And then this is the guy who we were having <sighs> debates at the end of last year, and it seemed to be the cash goes to Fournier or the cash goes to Smart. We're not going to use one game as a referendum to make that determination. I was more Team Fournier back then than I than Team Smart, but um, you know, you, he is what he is, which is a really overall skilled quality basketball player um, who I think was the, the closest thing we had to all-star level talent on the team last year. Um, and I just think that gap is a little bit big between our, between the one and the two and the rest of the roster right now um, where there's, there's not a bridge, right? I feel like there's a bit of a drop there. There's solid players throughout, but there isn't high end talent beyond the, t- uh, the, the two J's and Fournier can kind of bring that for you. So here's the thing. Now that Fournier is on the Knicks, we're all going to hear about him way more because he's in that New York market. He might be similar to how he was in Orlando and just must be, might be like a really solid, like you said, like above average, well, well above average, great, you know, good player. Because he's in Orlando, you didn't hear about him as much or see much about him. Then he comes to Boston. It just never worked out with the COVID, banged I di- up. I disagree. Never got- Everybody says that. It didn't. They lost a bunch of games with him still. He never could find his way on the court. He went like – he had some really awful games. He really had some awful games But on the whole, and then the he stats, left. the scoring, it was good. 
It was you can't find I scoring what, like that. I think that. what Jimmy's trying to say is that the Celtics just didn't feel confident to give him that contract, you know, Why? based on the couple of months they had him. You'd rather have a TPE? What's the TPE going to become? And again, like if you really Regardless dig deep of- on this, I think the reason was they don't want to hard cap themselves if they ever do a big sign and trade for a star down the line here. And they'd have 20 million on the books, and you don't know if someone would take that. But if you're just building a team right now, you'd rather have Evan Fournier than Josh Richardson and another TPE. This guy can flat out score, and he did it here. He can, but he. My only point was that it just it never it didn't work the way that I think the Celtics envisioned it when Danny Ainge made that trade. All of a sudden, Fournier misses time with COVID and just didn't really seem to ever take off and become the player that we saw tonight. Like tonight was the best I've seen Evan Fournier. I mean, by far. And like the Knicks crowd was going crazy. He looked confident as hell out there. You know, he's holding up the three after his shots. Like. Guy looked like, he was big, bo- looked like he was born for New York City. Yeah, I mean, it's unbelievable. So it looks to me a great signing by the Knicks. I mean, obviously, again, one game. But, you know, we're going to hear about Fournier a lot more now because he's in New York City. So you're going to see him on the highlights. You're gonna, they're going to talk about him in the newspapers. And you're going to say, the Celtics, you know, screwed up. But you know what? He's probably always probably been pretty close to this level. Now he's just in a bigger market. Yeah, it was kind of how he was with the Celtics early on, hit nothing, and then he wasn't by overtime, raining. What did he hit three straight threes to open overtime? Yeah, he was hot. It was real that, hot. Oh, that he overtime, can, he can when it was shoot. Bang, 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 That's bang, bang. Yeah, that, that was, was incredible. That was incredible. Uh, Sherrod, any other ta- Sherrod, any other takeaways? Uh, not really. I mean, I, the, the thing I keep coming back to is with this team trying to be a reflection of their head coach. Uh, I, I noticed that there wasn't the usual chirping after calls didn't go their way that we're accustomed to seeing. There was some of it, but not nearly to the extent. You that saw guys seen. catching themselves too, Sherrod. Like yes. they think about it and then they catch yes. themselves. So, so it, slowly but surely, they're getting the hint that I can't be out here bitching about calls because coach doesn't want me to do that. I could get Grant Williams if I keep doing that and find my ass on the bench. So. You know, that was I thought that was really important to see them in a real game that actually mattered, actually take some of those things that Ime has been talking about to heart and try to not get caught up in the whole, you know, ref whining and complaining mode that they're so used to being in. Uh, so what do you think is going to ha- I mean, that's the thing. It's kind of like that push and pull, like, you know, Ime wants to do it this way. We, we're comfortable a little bit doing this way. Who's going to win there? Ime. Yeah. You He's think so? Ime, Ime is ready for war on these tendencies, Ime, on these habits yeah, he's, he's trying to build. Yeah, I mean... He, it seems not, it, right? Yeah, I, I just think that if, if one of the players gets it in their mind, this crazy-ass idea that I'm going to push back, I'm going to push back hard on him, that's not going to go well for them. Yeah. That's not going to go well for them. I, I'm he has a mission and he is all in even with like his on the court things they're having a lot of trouble with things he's trying to implement and he's not dumbing it down he's not no, it, getting it away from like, it he is all in on these systems there yeah. were some moments they got to the bench and smarts yelling you know like you know this 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 and that and it looked like they were talking about who was supposed to be where and situations like that and i don't know if that was yeah. a, a an example of it but you did see a couple cutaways i didn't know did they look like they were confused on the bench. Yeah, trying to get stuff through yeah. to people. And, yeah. and part of yeah, and Amy talked a little bit about that. Where at, at, they were switching everything at one point, and then they decided to switch just one through four. And it seemed like some guys didn't quite get the memo that they were just switching one through four. And so then you've got guys out of position, uh, which made for for the Knicks obviously 
it cost them. I mean, they, they, they gave up a couple buckets, I thought, because guys didn't – they weren't in a position or spots that they were supposed to be in. So. Yeah. All right. Um, well, we've done a lot, so I think we can wrap it. Um, we're back at the Garden Friday um, for hey. the opener, Bobby Canada. Um, we're going to get last thoughts here, Jimmy. I'm not going to shut it off for you. Okay. Um, Bobby Canada's back. Bobby, Bobby, Canada. Bobby Canada in the house. Uh, Jimmy, what do you got? Wrapped his I'll wait for final thoughts. Okay, so yeah, final thoughts. Your 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 key takeaway. Do we have any sponsors that we need to that we need to shout out? Don't worry about it, Jimmy. All right, just make sure. <laughs> That's what I do. Make sure I get that paycheck. Right, do awesome. your thing. Yeah. Jimmy do your job. Checks, yeah. Do yeah. your checks job. in the mail, Jimmy. The checks in the mail. Uh, all right, we'll do the whip, Jimmy. What do you got? Not about the game, but yesterday seeing that Jason Tatum clip on him putting on the Lakers the Kobe jersey. <laughs> That was that scary. Can, that kind of hurt a little. Like, if you're a Celtics fan, that has to make you feel a little worried. Just, just glancing at it, right? You're just yeah. looking down the timeline. All of a sudden, you see like, Tatum in a like Lakers jersey. Old, uh, I'm just scrolling. Remember when, just... when Ortiz was trying the hat? Yeah, the it's, it's a, like, and it goes, Wally, Wally. I was just going to reference that. But that was at least a joke. That was a commercial. That was a joke. like, what the? He's like, oh, try it on. Oh, it fits good. <laughs> Wally, Wally's holding stuff and he walks and just yeah. drops everything. Yeah. He looks like, just like, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> but, and I, and I have nothing against, listen, I have nothing <laughs> against, <laughs> I have nothing against like Tatum or any player like honoring an, an icon or a, their, their, yeah, you know, at the core, hero or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's, That's fine. Right. It's just the idea of like a Celtic player putting on that Lakers jersey and being like, this, you know, and pretty much saying like how cool it is and all that stuff. I yeah, listen. But, 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 but I, I'm just saying it was it was <laughs> it it has to it has to hurt a little bit to see that. You should yourself never do that. It probably, but damn, I mean, he told us from the beginning this is his freaking idol. This is a guy that I made him actually want to be a great NBA player. And you can't deny gonna, that. I'm not going to trip over him putting on a damn Lakers. I'm not tripping on him putting over it. I'm just saying. Is it a sign of things to come? Like, how badly really does he want to be Kobe to the point where he wants to literally go to L.A. and be Kobe? I don't know. I hope not. No. But I'm just saying, just, like, it's just it's texting, it's texting your ex-girlfriend. Like, you just can't do it. You just don't <laughs> do it anymore. You know, like. Oh, shoot. You can't do that. Oh, <laughs> He's like, really? Hold up. Hold, Hold up. Second. I, <laughs> time never I'm going sure. to Edwin. <laughs> yeah. On the no, whole, though, just, that listen, whole. I'm just scrolling through Twitter. I see it, I'm like the hell is going on here? And then I have to watch the video and be like, okay, this makes a little bit more sense, but I'm still a little, I'm still a little, you know, skeptical of everything that's going on with that. But anyways, that's my thought. It's a minor thing, but also I think he's going to end up a Laker. Yeah, right. Totally. It's not a big deal. (laughs) He's just trying it on, but also LeBron. Also, this dude's got like two years, years you know, (laughs) he'll be alone by that point. He'll be all alone there. Yeah. Um, all right, so that was Jimmy's. Bobby, I'll take yours. The injuries tonight were a big deal. I thought overall you, they did a lot of things that they were trying to accomplish in this one. The fight and intensity, I thought, overall, which were big problems last year, were strong. They were flying in transition open this game, which is what I really wanted to see. That seven seconds or less uh, just burst in transition I thought was phenomenal, something we never saw last year. The defense then early tone. And they just got punched back and disorganized late in the game. And it's things that I think will get corrected over the long season. 
they need Horford badly on both ends of the floor. I know Joe Swain tried to emphasize the defensive things they need from him. They need him as an organizer on offense, too, and a floor spacer and all these different things. He's not as purely talented as Kemba when we talk about that trade-off, but this team needed what he provides a lot more than what Kemba provided. And once he's back in the fold, whenever that is, I think it's going to become very apparent that he's the X factor on this team. Not, I love Rob. He can raise his team ceiling, but Horford brings what they need right now. Okay, Joe Sway. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep saying what I've been saying all along. But again, I, it's gonna be interesting to see how Eme does this with Jalen. Like, I, we're not talking about empowering Jalen. I'm talking about in situations that we saw. You know, whether it's delay in the fourth quarter, down the stretch, if he's failing it, like I want to see him get set up as if he's Jason Tatum. Two, maybe two possessions in a row. I'm not saying ISO Jalen, but I'm saying draw up a play where he's gonna get the ball at the end. And, and I think that's something that's really important because it's gonna. These lines will get blurred, man. Like if, if we're in game 15 or 20 and it's it's no matter what Tatum is putting up, no matter the performance, if Tatum is it, – it's a foregone conclusion that Tatum's going to get the ball all the time, I don't know if you're maximizing those two's potential. Okay? Like, like if you want to do the two alpha thing, I'm still not sure it's going to work, but give it a chance. I don't think you're giving it a chance. It works. It works. It, it can work. It, other places do it. I mean, look, we're, we're sitting here saying you need a you third need star. Two alphas today, John? I saw one alpha. It was Jason Tatum. What I'm saying is you're saying we, we, we're sitting here we're, saying the Celtics have to find a third star and we can't fit two right now. Like, I, I mean, I think you make, you find ways to make it work. You yeah. You make some, it work. You check some egos and you make it work. You can't just say like, they, it doesn't, you know, it, it, it doesn't, but it, it does have a problem if one guy thinks it's him and it's not. That's going to work. Or especially if that one guy, regardless home. of how he's playing out there, he's like, no, I'm, I want this. That's Tatum. Like, I, I'm not sure Jalen would be assertive enough to say, like, no, man. You I didn't think he was assertive tonight? I didn't no, think he was until he, got, until he got those possessions no, in transition. In the, in the overtimes, like, I feel like it was either Tatum or the ball would swing around. And, and he would get his touches here and there, but he wasn't. It wasn't nearly the kind of the kind of plays or approach that I wanted to see that we saw throughout the first quarter or the first half altogether. You know, this is the most I've seen Jalen emphasized ever in a game. Empowering yeah, my, him, letting him run sets, uh, just my, not having him stuck thing, in the my, my point is, my, what I want to yeah. see is that when there's two minutes left in regulation, when there's two minutes All left right. in overtime. You know what I mean? Like, like, like why, why did Tatum get those? Yeah, it looks like, but that's the difference. Like is Tatum, Tatum better at that now? Because Eme, because he Eme, wasn't tonight. Now when he's going one for 12 from behind the arc, okay, yeah, shoot another one. Like, I, I didn't, I don't get Eme that. doesn't have favorites. That's the difference is it might have, what might have worked in the past, Eme comes in and he's like, no, Tatum's not the guy. We have a couple of the guys. Um, right. Let's uh, let's uh, cycle through uh, Sherrod. Right. Uh, any, any, oh, hold on, wait, real quick, the final thing. Also, uh, shout out to my dad. Happy birthday, dad. I love you. Uh, we Happy got to birthday, Joe Sway's dad. Please come to Daniels. Papa Pavone. You know, you already know. I, I know you're pissed about this game. Hopefully, this show, uh, you know, cool. cool, cool. Is, is he Happy up? Birthday. Is he up right now? Oh, he's now? definitely up. He's, he's fuming right now. <laughs> this is one of those games you stay up all night oh, yeah. guessing everything double overtime birthday yeah he's up we sure. should have had him on we should have had him on Rod, what do you got yeah, well, I'm curious at this point how do the Celtics move forward um, Are what adjustments are they going to make how are they going to handle this loss because to me you know before the game they talked about adversity and, and how you know 
Jalen talked about he, he's real interested to see how this team handles adversity. Well, obviously, you lost the game. It's not the end of the world, but it is a setback without question. How are they going to make the adjustments going forward? Are they going to play with the same effort that we saw? Are they going to do a better job from an execution standpoint? All the little things that you have to do when you don't have the head and shoulders on paper better team than everyone around. This isn't KG, Paul, and Ray. They're not that team where they could just show up a lot of nights and win because they are who they are. These guys have to win by playing a certain way, executing at a high level, and just being put in the best positions to be successful. And Brad Stevens, to be the best version of themselves. Best version of themselves. There it is. My final at. Like one of those air trines. My final ad takeaway: I don't. I'm not concerned about Tatum's shooting. I think this is who he is. I think they, you know, even if even if Brown starts to kind of nudge up and it's not one and one a, but they're right neck and neck. I think they find ways to make that work. I'm not concerned about that. The only thing I and I'm not getting into Rob all over again, but I, <laughs> I do want to see that athleticism come back at some point. So I'm, the, the panic meter is still about a six or a seven for me. I felt a little better today, but I still got to see it. The thing that stood out the most for me that I, that, you know, kind of is going to stick with me a little bit is the one person I wanted to see as a totally different human being um, in this season was Marcus smart. And I didn't see it tonight, uh, which is, uh, which is, giving himself completely over to the idea of floor general facilitator. Didn't see it. They enough needed him badly in that regard at all. At all. Um, when does that happen? What? When do players just flip a switch and change their entire well, but it's not, identity? But look, it doesn't. You know what though? If you're going to be when about that and you're going to say, this is my role and I'm looking forward to it. And this is a challenge. And the coach has said, I need you to be this guy. You got to be that guy. And so yeah. I, I think that's the problem is like, and this is where we talk about Marcus and, you know, leadership and this and that, like, it's one thing to go out there and die for loose balls and be gritty and tough and this and that, which he undeniably is, but the coach and your team needs you to be a certain thing. You got to be that thing. That's you know what this team needs because they don't have anybody else right now. It has to be you. you so I want to see him embrace that a little bit more and be more of a floor general and not jack 11 threes again. And we always go back to how many threes, but it was in the first quarter. He was just taking the first shot available to him. When in the preseason, we made note of it. We saw it would swing to him and he'd be like, my job is to get it over here and to keep the ball mm-hmm. moving. He was doing it. And then right off in the first quarter, first two times he got the ball behind the arc. He's like, oh, good goody threes i love these you know and he just you know and he's went right back to it so but i also um, think that Ime's telling him like, if it's there take it like i i yeah. I, I highly doubt that i know what you're saying john i mean i want to i want to see him think yeah. pass first as well but i just i guess i don't anticipate that yeah. happening that but I think quickly the game got to a place where he kind of gone to that takeover yeah. mode yeah we we talk about him giving the game what it needs and transforming in the different markets right. once once the deficit piled up, I think he got a little ahead of himself yeah. in terms of the shots and all that kind of stuff instead of taking it possession by possession. And what I see from him out on the floor, relaying a ton of information, getting guys where they need to be on the defensive end of the floor, uh, you know, calling guys out when it needs to be done. But when it goes back the other way, when he's kind of in the wrong position on offense, doing the wrong things on offense, can he take it? Because that's key to what they're trying to build culture-wise yeah. here. You can give it. Anybody can give it here. But you have to take it, too, when it comes to criticism and yeah. just accountability. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we are going to wrap it. Uh, we've gone on long enough. We're going to talk to you guys again on Friday. Thanks again for hanging out. Uh, yes. For Gerard, Joe Sway, 
Bobby, Appreciate Jimmy, Josue's dad, everybody out. We missed you guys. Thank you for hanging out with us. Yes, sir. Back on Friday, maybe they get a couple players back. We'll see if uh, Al is uh, well and uh, Richardson has got a little migraine. We'll see if he comes back. Thanks, all.